0: Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football, whether it's season long leagues, dynasty, DFS, or sometimes even IDP. We got you covered all year long. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get to it. Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast. I'm your host, John June, joined as always. By my good friend Greg Peniman. Greg, what's good, man?
1: What's going on? Uh, hopefully, I'm 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 excited for this uh, Kansas City Giants game. I got a lot of ride on this game because you know I got my man Patty. So, uh, yeah. Also, got the Giants kicker. Couple of leagues got Kelsey going against Kelsey in a couple of leagues. So yeah, this is a lot right on this game. Uh, but yeah, I was excited about this week. It was a it was definitely a lot of blowouts this year, but we got some entertaining games towards the end.
0: Yeah, we this week was weird, another weird week. Yeah. Uh I feel like we're in that point in the season where we like we thought we knew what we know, but then it's like, psych, just kidding, you don't actually know that 'cause
1: And then it's... Grim Reaper injury man just came out of nowhere. <laughs> like it's a sad day, man.
0: Oh, uh, sad day. Uh but it is a Monday. Monday as we record this, either Monday or Tuesday as you listen to this but as always we got to recap the week that was uh break down some injuries and then we're going to hit it with the waivers so uh, without further ado let's just jump right into this week 8 week this week 8 recap starting with the quarterback position like we always do starting with the number 1 quarterback on the week did not happen how I thought it would happen.
1: <laughs> but, it was a classic one, like a, a vintage it was Josh like, Allen one. Yeah,
0: like old school Josh yeah, Allen. Yeah, yeah,
1: like nice a 10-3 ten, ten getting 25 points type stuff.
0: So. Yeah, so I'm all in on, on Josh Allen, obviously, having been my quarterback start of the week. So this performance, I'll take it how I can get it, 29-42, 249 passing yards, two touchdowns. But as he always does, when he when he mixes up that rushing yards with that rushing touchdown and he gets two passing, this is a formula for a man to finish as the number one quarterback on the week, and he did just that with twenty nine point five PPR points. Greg, what were your thoughts on the perform on the performance here by Josh Allen?
1: Yeah, it, it took a while. It took almost like. Two or three quarters for him to get going, and I, I was I was getting nervous, but yeah, he he came through towards the end of the game, uh, using Cole Beasley a lot on third down. That was awesome to really uh, get him involved. Um, yeah, and Josh Allen can can do it all, man. So he was able to he was able to basically get a QB one performance in a quarter, like that's amazing.
0: Hey man, took a page out of Jalen Hurts' book. Uh, <laughs> Word. Able to get it done. Word. So I'll take it. Uh, the quarterback two on the week. Did not see this one coming, but Jimmy Garoppolo, 17 of 28, 322 passing yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. So then you wonder, like, how does he finish as the number two quarterback? Well, two rushing touchdowns with four rushing yards. That'll do it. That'll help that happen. 27.3 PPR points here. Greg, what were your thoughts here by Jimmy G? Yeah,
1: surprisingly, you should, <laughs> the game he thought was gonna be absolutely horrible, it's actually turned out to be pretty entertaining. Uh, 33-22, like so much high scoring game against Chicago. So he had to put up points. Uh, he was able to get two freshman touchdowns because he didn't get any passing. So, uh, that that helped his day a lot for sure. Uh, took away a hard like a huge boom day for Eli Mitchell though. He could have had so many touchdowns.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, it's not even. I oh, couldn't really <laughs> use those touchdowns and <laughs> leave the of people, but. Moving on to the quarterback three on the week, man, and uh, I'm not wearing this hat here for no reason, but my man, Mike White. Did you know who Mike White was before this game, Greg?
1: I mean, yeah, because he came in when Zach Wilson got hurt last week and then threw a touchdown to, well, well, he, he was in the game. But no, actually, in general, no, I don't know him at all.
0: Yeah, Mike White, fifth round draft pick of the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Western Kentucky also went to the University of South Florida, but Mike White, his first career start yesterday for the New York Jets, 37 of 45, 405 passing yards, has not been done since Vinny Testaverde. Uh, and five or three, three touchdowns, two interceptions. Uh, also at called a two point conversion, 26.1 PPR points there for. Mike White. He goes by another name in these parts, but I can't say his middle name on here because it's a it's an expletive. So we'll le- leave your imagination. But Greg, what is awesome this performance here by Mike White?
1: Oh yeah, awesome performance. Probably the best spot start of the year. We'll probably see performance. He came in. Uh, Miami more is he'll starting more down the line. He's definitely starting Thursday. Uh, he's great performance. 405 yards, three touchdowns. Got it to high, high completion percentage, and he, even last week when he came in in uh, relief, he you know he he can complete passes. He's pretty accurate, so uh, it's good to see. It Should be interesting Thursday night against the Colts.
0: Definitely an interesting Thursday night against the Colts. I'm curious, who did you say would benefit or who would be happy?
1: Uh, Ben. Uh, not. I don't think I said anyone benefit. No.
0: Okay. No. Sound like you said Raheem Morris.
1: Oh <laughs> no, like... no 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 nah, no. Nah, nah. <laughs> That was gonna benefit. Uh, the whole team benefits from him starting.
0: So the correct. whole team benefits, right? <laughs> uh, Joe Burrow and his Cincinnati Bengals did not benefit though. But rounding out this top twelve here, tell me if you saw this one coming. Justin Fields, the quarterback four. Tom Brady, the quarterback five. Matthew Stafford, six. Geno Smith, seven. Ryan Tannehill, eight. Davis Mills, nine. Joe Burrow, ten. Carson Wentz, eleven. And Cooper Rush. 12. We got three backup quarterbacks making in the top 12 this week. <laughs> Greg, what were your thoughts here? Crazy. By the, the top 12, by the studs of the week, man.
1: I'm half not surprised because Scott Cooper Rush did well. Like that's just a good, a really good team around him. And, you know, he was able to put up 300 yards. So uh, that's good job of Cooper Rush. Uh, Joe Barrow, another good QB1 performance, uh, even though he did lose the game and bust every single Survivor League out there uh pretty much it's gone it's over and yeah it was a uh, another great performance by matt stafford
0: did you pick the jets the bangles in your survival? oh yeah of course who didn't
1: i oh, should just went against the grain but like you know i'm sorry crazy.
0: bro <laughs> <laughs> sorry not sorry it's
1: okay <laughs> the jets did it twice titans
0: and then now the bangles yo Crazy. Crazy. You should stop picking against them, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, the performance of Justin Fields here. If you're Matt Nagy, you can't feel safe right now because everyone's asking, well, what was so different with Justin Fields yesterday versus Justin Fields for the previous seven games? And the only answer to that question is that Matt Nagy was not at the game because he was at home with COVID. <laughs>
1: <laughs> which means he probably wasn't involved in play calling.
0: Wasn't involved in anything.
1: Yeah. And anything. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I hope they ran. I didn't see them much of the game, but I hope they ran a lot more play action. That's how Fields Gets going. Really?
0: Look, man, all I know is he, he ran for a hundred yards yesterday. That like was that. the most that we had seen. Like uh, I don't know if you saw the fourth and one in rush attempt that he had for a touchdown.
1: Yes, I did. The slow move too. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Oof. man. It, I mean it's I'm I'm not even gonna go down that. We've been we've talked about this plenty of times. I'm not even gonna talk about it anymore. It's pointless. Yes. Um uh, but let's move on to there's no honorable mentions here. There's literally like I cannot name someone that played well enough to not be in the top twelve but still be talked about. So Yeah. I mean Aaron Rodgers
1: about- for like being able
0: to yeah, be being know, able to get it
1: done in this situation that's all
0: i guess yes you're right <laughs> yeah, the situation yeah. that he was in getting even that performance done yeah yes that was reasonable for sure that's it the jags though those just the guys <laughs> that's where it gets a little uh you know there's not too many people here that you should have been starting right like not many you probably expected a whole lot from but some guys that you put like you know trevor lawrence right he's got a good matchup against seattle you feel like this should be okay teddy b teddy Bridgewater. washington
1: like the wor- that the washington worst matchup yeah like you gotta expose that he didn't get something involved had the judy back had all his receivers back like what happened
0: i mean sam um, Darnold got concussed so we're not gonna completely hold it against him but he wasn't playing a great game before that either
1: Nah, and then 44-7 to seven did not help Jalen Hurts at all. Like, he was playing – he needs to be behind, man. That's how Jalen Hurts eats, oh, we didn't even,
0: <laughs> Me and you never even spoke about it. That's crazy because it's like as soon as you see that game and you're like, he's never going to he, – he's not – this is the cap. He's not <laughs> yeah. going to do anything. Yeah. I was like, there's, there's no garbage time to have here. Yeah, no, no. They were up the whole game. The only person getting garbage time points was Gardner Minshew. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, yep, yep. So, I mean, so, that's a factor of, like, the game for
0: Hurts, pretty much. No, for sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's a double-edged sword, you know, that we, we live and we die by. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Um. You know, we saw it happen to Lamar two weeks ago. Yeah, it happened. Right? They won big against the Chargers. The running backs get all the touchdowns, and Lamar yep. is left there with, like, holding the bag with, like, 11 points. Yep, So. Yep. It is what it is. It comes with the with the territory. But uh Kirk Cousins did not have a great game at all um you know against the Dallas defense, which you thought that he could probably move the ball against and get some yards against and you know 180 something passing yards, just one touchdown. Not a great performance by him, but Kirk Cousins, prime time, should have known better, right? True. <laughs> Moving on to the running back position, man. And tell me if you've heard this one. Michael Carter, the number one running back on the week. 15 carries, 77 rushing yards, a rushing touchdown. 14 targets. Love to see it. 14 for nine receptions and 95 yards, 32.2 PPR points. I'll I love some Michael Carter, man. I, I mean, he was one of my favorite running backs in the in the draft. And then when the Jets drafted him, I was ecstatic. He's my sleeper coming into this year. People thought I was crazy because I compared him to Alvin Kamara. Not, again, one game, not saying he is Alvin Kamara. But when you watch him with the balance that he runs with, the versatility that he has, the ability to make people miss on the open field, I'm hoping that some people saw what I was talking about. When I when I made that comparison, Greg, what were your thoughts on the performance here by Michael Carter?
1: Yeah, I'm just leading up to this game. You saw the trend trends up uh, his usage and everything. He's the brightest spot on this team for sure. He's he's very talented. uh, Season high, 15 carries season high and pretty much all his numbers. So and it's only been like we saw the the cap happening. So he's definitely, I think, got some RB1 upside weeks coming ahead. And, you know, I think he's going to be ranked top 20 every week for sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, going forward, especially you know the the reception number he's got nine yeah. nine receptions I think each of the last two weeks. Uh, he I remember watching he had nine targets at the half like it, it was yeah it that's was that's what's wild. up it was wild. I mean that's something that, you know obviously we don't know how what's going to continue going forward, but Mike White has tend to target the Jets running backs. I mean they have they have the running backs for the Jets have a forty percent target share over the last two weeks. So uh, definitely something to note for as long as Mike White holds that job.
1: Anti-Johnson. Yes, sir.
0: (laughs) Yeah, anti-Johnson. The number two running back on the week, uh, someone who we thought would probably finish the number one running back on the week, uh, Joe Mixon, 14 carries, 33 rushing yards, one touchdown, also added four catches on five targets for 58 yards and a touch, 25.1 PPR points there. Greg, what were your thoughts here on the performance here by Joe Mixon?
1: Yeah, you know I love me some Joe Barrow led Joe Mixon, so that's the, that's my that's my guy right for now. So he's getting the volume um, every week. He should be an RB one.
0: Definitely, man, definitely for sure. Um, and and got it done the way we expected him to. I mean, it was if it was gonna come, it was gonna come from some touchdown production, and we got that this week. So mm-hmm. a, a good performance there by Joe Mixon. Uh, the running back three on the week. Scared a little, scared some people a little bit coming into the week. I mean, near the end of that week, I mean, with that you know late addition to the injury report, but he put, he told us he was okay about putting himself in his fantasy lineup. Coach mm-hmm. told us he was, he was, <laughs> hopefully he would be okay. I'm talking about Austin Eckler, RB three on the week, eleven carries, sixty four rushing yards, a touchdown. Also added ten targets for six catches and sixty yards, twenty four point four PPR points there. Greg, what are your thoughts here by Mr. Austin Eckler?
1: Yeah, uh, great value, as usual. Ten targets, is season high in that, so you love to see that number. Uh, 11 carries, only 64 yards, so he ran pretty well. He ran efficiently, um, but the reception work is why you love Austin Eckler. Did drop one that led to Herbert Pick, but he'll get continue to be a good player. And I think with, I mean, Taysom Hill coming back, you know how to Myfek Kamara, no Derrick Henry. Eckler might be, you know, rest of season RB one. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I like the take. I
1: don't I like
0: know. Take. I, don't... <laughs> I like the take. Yeah. Um Yeah, no, nah, man. I I I really do. I mean, Taysom Hill, we know how that affects Kamara and you know, no Derrick Henry. I mean Austin Eckler is I mean he's weekly 6 to 9 targets. We know what he's going to get in the run game and he's getting these touchdown opportunities, which is what the Bugaboo was for him over the you know the previous few years. So add all that together and there's no reason why, right? Yeah, like,
1: in, P- in PPR either him or Najee, I think like Yeah, half point JT we talking. But then,
0: yeah. I mean, even in full though, JT makes a case, true. man. True. True.
1: You right. You are right.
0: <laughs> I mean, JT was the number two running back, you know, going into last yeah. week behind only Derrick Henry.
1: That's true. Oh, Ooh. oh man, JT.
0: But I, 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 I do, I do like the Austin Eckler one because the receptions, you know, there's always, those yeah. are always going to be there. Um, all right, rounding out this top twelve, man, Aaron Jones, the RB four. Daryl Henderson, five, Jonathan Taylor, six, Najee Harris, seven, Elijah Mitchell, eight, Ty Johnson, nine, Melvin Gordon, 10, Cordero Patterson, 11, and Boston Scott coming in at 12. Greg, any thoughts here on, on these guys that finish in that top 12 there?
1: Uh, yeah, I do love the names. Daryl Henderson, again, continuing to ball out, uh, amazing value at his position. Uh, and the Jets running backs, yeah, Ty Johnson, getting him as well as Michael Carter, and also the both running backs for the Eagles, you know, Jordan Howard, honorable mention, pretty
0: much. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, now Jordan Howard is down here as an honorable mention, as is J D. McKissick and Carlos Hyde. Um, you know, McKissick.
1: Mm, I don't want to hear about Washington running backs right now.
0: <laughs> We're gonna talk about Washington <laughs> running backs in a little bit, you know, because I got a I got a jag on here that we got to talk about. <laughs> unfortunately, oh um, man. But yeah, I mean J.D. McKissick continues to have probably a safe role in this offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Carlos Hyde probably, you know, James Robinson was your start of the week, ends up getting banged up here. Um, excuse me, Carlos Hyde will probably end up being, uh, the, you know, the lead back for Jacksonville, whatever that's that's worth. You know, it's Carlos more says more about Carlos Hyde than it does about the starting running back for Jacksonville.
1: Right, right,
0: right. But, um. Yeah, I mean, Elijah Mitchell continuing to have a good day. I mean, honestly, I'm at the point where I probably will sell Elijah Mitchell. Like, I'm just saying you could get so much for him in this running back commodity right now, in this running back economy, I should say.
1: Yeah, well, this week it was rough, yeah.
0: And you know what could easily happen to him. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. It could just it could be Jeff Wilson's right. That's what game.
1: I'm saying. Jeff Wilson is scheduled to come back. Yeah. You're he right. could
0: come back. Um absolutely right. There's also Trey Lance. Remember, Elijah Mitchell was the lead back for a Trey Lance offense and it led to nine carries. <laughs> so and the fact that Elijah Mitchell has like two targets through five game through eight weeks, right? So understanding what you're getting yourself into when you when you you know when you roll Elijah Mitchell. I'm not saying to go trade him for something, for nothing, for anything, right? Saying make sure you like go out and you know maybe you package Elijah Mitchell and a wide receiver to upgrade to a, to a better running back, right? To a Daryl. I'd rather have Daryl Henderson week in and week out than Elijah Mitchell week in and week mm-hmm. out, right? Just better role in the offense. So yep. something to think about there. But let's talk about some Jags. And somebody you probably can't trade right now if you tried was my start of the week because I'm just like, oh, he's healthy. Let's go. Let's rock and roll. Antonio Gibson. I don't know, Greg. You tell me. My man <laughs> was all, not on the injury report but gets out-touched by Jarrett Patterson mm. and J.D. McKissick here. Mm. What are you doing if you're an Antonio Gibson manager?
1: 33% snap share. Oh, like, uh, I mean, you're not, I don't, I'm not dropping AG. Uh, Yeah, he's definitely a, I definitely, the bench conversation, we could talk about that though. I think he's, if you have maybe a better play at, in deeper leagues, you probably still have to start him, but I think in a more shallow league, he probably is a, a bench candidate right now for me.
0: Oh yeah, we're I mean we're past the point. This week eight now we're we're entering week nine. We're past the point where your name or your draft capital yeah. earns yeah. you a starting spot. Like we we've been left that that train has been left the station. Yep. Right now what we're discussing is well, do you deserve to be on a roster? And I think with just with the way running back is, we talked about yeah. it, the economy. Yeah. Like you can't not have AG on your roster. Like you have to keep that man on your roster.
1: Yeah, he would be um, swooped up immediately if you dropped him. I think.
0: Yeah, he would, because he plays running back, and people would be like, oh, Antonio Gibson, and they draft him, and, you know, like, devil's advocate. Do you just put a, 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 you know, a minefield, a landmine, out there for your opponents?
1: Maybe. I mean, they they do play Tampa next week. He's not going to do anything against Tampa. So
0: you're like, oh, you know, drop AG, let somebody spend, like, 50 to 100% of their fat. True
1: true that's yeah. that's, only, that's true <laughs> do you have ag in our league in the league no nah. oh okay okay i'm about to say you're plotting right now
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no I, I, it's just it's uh it's definitely tough you know for sure if you're the ag manager i mean eight he did have hold up i have a problem now as i'm really just seeing the stat line really for the first time. oh yeah he was efficient eight carries for 34 yards yeah, that's that's
1: 4.2 a game. Like I mean, 4.2 an attempt. That's pretty good. Oh, all three of his targets for 20 yards. Yeah, he he was. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't. I, who's to, I don't know who's to say how it could go back up his touch number. Like this, a guy week one he had 20 carries. He had tw- 20 carries two times this year. So,
0: so this could be like the Miles Sanders situation where like we're all freaking out, and then like a week later he like leaves the team and and op- running back opportunities
1: <laughs> right just not next week because tampa so they might they you watch this in my jd mckissick ball, show yeah, jd mckissick show yeah yeah but then they have carolina and and seattle so i don't know it's... they
0: play oh they do play next week they don't play the week after
1: yep or do they play next week? no no you're right they are on bye. they're on bye. that's even rough oh, i should know that i have
0: this bye? notes Whew. that's deep. all right Let's we're spending too much time on AG and the Washington football team running backs. Let's move on to some other Jags. I mean, I gotta list them. Greg, let me paint the picture for you. Let me set the table. It's one. It's twelve o'clock. You're sitting there, it's like maybe eleven thirty. You set your fantasy lineups. You you're feeling good. You get that alert. Jamal Williams inactive. Oh yeah. How did you feel in relation to uh, DeAndre Swift?
1: I texted uh, one of our leagues. You know, we uh, co on with you uh, and another friend of us. ours. Yeah, Swift season. Like, that's exactly what I texted. Swift season. This man should get close to 30 touches. Like, it's <laughs> some ridiculous number. 20 touches was my uh, baseline. Like, that man should have been eaten in a game they were going to be behind. Like, yo, what happened? Like, I don't know. He should have been the RB1. At that, but like a little catapult to RB1 position. I mean, he's already in RB1 position, but like top three play.
0: Well, I mean, you were close. He got 17 touches. Okay. Uh, was not all that efficient with them. Those 17 touches, he managed uh, 51 yards total. He was,
1: he's never really a good rusher as far as like getting efficiently. Yeah. No, he's.
0: Reception. No, it's all receptions.
1: Right. All right.
0: But it's okay. We'll live with that.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's one bad week. Swift has Swift's come through pretty much every week. so.
0: Yeah, no, nah, it's one bad week. Man. Yeah. Uh, I feel bad putting him on a list, but he played the whole game. So technically, I got to put him on here. Derrick Henry. Oh, my
1: gosh. Why you do that? That's so disrespectful. That's so I, disrespectful. I
0: had to put him on here. <laughs> if you didn't wake up, if you didn't get that alert from Adam Schefter <laughs> saying, Derrick Henry's out for the season today. We would have been sitting here talking about Derrick Henry being a jag.
1: Nah, but I got that alert during the game that he was on the sideline checking out the foot. So you know, you know, he
0: played. Didn't he finish the game?
1: <laughs> he did, but he could have
0: been. Yeah, he, yeah, he, I mean, he, he was could. limited, but he finished. He played. That's because he's Derrick Henry. He's, he's. Yeah, I know, but still, he got I, I heart. Him, I gotta put him <laughs> on the list. <laughs>
1: I'm just hurt. I'm just hurt.
0: It's not like he had six t- 16 carries, and I'm like, oh, man, 16 carries. I got to put – the man had 28 <laughs> carries. He wasn't that hurt.
1: <laughs> He's a demigod, yo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the man had 28 rush attempts. Uh, Leonard Fournette, not a good game. Um, Alex Collins, like that one was weird. Weird. Only ten carries. Uh, got got uh vultured on a rushing touchdown by Geno Smith. Greg, any other Jags for you at the running back position?
1: Nah, that's a. Uh, oh yeah, Dalvin Cook. Sorry, and that's it. And Nick Chubb.
0: Oh yes, Dalvin Cook and Nick Chubb.
1: Yeah. Those. That's it, really.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's really. Yeah, that's uh not good. Uh, Javante Williams. I throw him out there because I keep. I keep throwing that one out there. <laughs> it. It's not gonna hit. It's, not, it's just yeah. not gonna hit. You just need. <laughs> it's like injury or something else. It's not gonna hit.
1: Yep.
0: Okay. Um, moving on to the wide receiver position, man, and the one, the Ooh. number one wide receiver on the week. I will probably see this a lot more given the current, the recent news. AJ Brown, eleven targets, ten receptions, one hundred and fifty-five oh, yards. When I see stat like that. They should throw him the ball more. They should have thrown it to him more.
1: Yeah, I was like, why? <laughs> why does he have more? Like, so, <laughs> that's why I love like Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup. Like, man, this man just keeps going to him. Like, he's just nonstop. Like, <laughs>
0: 155 receiving yards, a touchdown, 31 and PPR points. There, Greg, your thoughts?
1: Beautiful. Like season high in snap share too, 92 percent. Uh, yeah, this is a great game. This is a statement game for AJ Brown, and yeah, this is only only up from here. If you're able to buy a low on AJB, God bless, man. Bye, God bless.
0: Oh man, <laughs> I wish. I wish we talked about it too. Like, hey yeah. man, this might be a little buy low spot for AJB. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, no, it was definitely a, a phenomenal win. Uh, helped me. Uh, AJB helped me get a win over you, Greg, in one of our. Wild, wild leagues. Yes. Um, so I was definitely fortunate to him. Another guy that was on that team, but also is on your team, Ooh. and also one of the teams that we Ooh. co-managed.
1: Yeah, this is this is one of my
0: guys. Yeah, this is one of our guys. This, yeah. <laughs> Michael Pittman, yes, Jr., we've been telling y'all for like yes. since last year. <laughs> yes. This dude was gonna be the man, and he's he's proving it. 15 targets, 10 receptions, oh, yes. 86 yards and Two touchdowns. My man had the easiest. If you had Michael Pittman yesterday, by like eight minutes in the first quarter, you're like, oh yes. Day <laughs> uh, I, like the stuff I, right need, there. Yeah, I don't need you to do anything else today, Michael Pittman. <laughs> You've done it. Because he scored two touchdowns on back-to-back plays within like six minutes. Probably the... two yeah. minutes of real life <laughs> because of a turnover. So uh fantastic there michael pittman 30.6 ppr points greg what were your thoughts here about michael pittman
1: yeah it's awesome he's one of the best like jump ball receivers man he goes and gets that ball on the hot at the high point so that's just uh, amazing to have in fantasy because you know once he's just gonna start just throwing it to him every game giving him at least a couple shots uh like burrow to jamar chase so yeah he's got wide receiver one upside i i ty got hurt again i think he's a borderline wide receiver one you
0: know he definitely is a wide receiver one we talk about wide receivers that are seeing again we talk about that number 30 percent targets Mm -hmm. of the team targets and he sees that every week almost michael Pittman jr is an absolute stud reminds me of a young brandon marshall in a way okay uh his ability to go up and get the ball but even after the catch some of the stuff he does after the catch is so good yeah love me some some michael Pittman jr um about the Colts, man, they got Michael Pittman Jr. and Jonathan Taylor for like the next ten years. Yeah, that's,
1: that's beautiful. I just, they just need to get Frank Reagan once out of there. <laughs> they just
0: they need to get well. Yeah, just get a quarterback in. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. That oh man, don't even want to talk about that play. That's crazy. He's a, he should be a jag for that play alone. Like even
0: back to back weeks throws like. Probably the worst interception <laughs> that you'll ever see a quarterback throw.
1: You thought the first one was worse, and then it got, it became, yeah, yeah. It got At worse. least
0: the first one I could excuse away, because I was like, it's raining. True. You know, you probably, the ball got tipped or something. <laughs> but this one, you got no excuse, bro. <laughs> the best was, like, Mo Alley-Cox's, like. Oh, yeah. It's just like. <laughs> yeah, yo. <laughs> it's
1: giving away games out here, man.
0: Oh, man. Oh, okay. The wide receiver three on the week, Chris Godwin, 12 targets, eight catches, 140 yards, and a touchdown there, 28 PPR points. Greg, what were your thoughts here on the performance by Chris Godwin?
1: Yeah, Chris Godwin has been balling the last couple weeks. um, Probably a trend to the AB you were mentioning this morning. um, But Back-to-back games with eight, tar, 8 receptions The yardage numbers have been insane So he doesn't even need the touchdowns right now He's he's doing it in the yards uh, Continue to roll out, I mean he has a bye in week 9 AB is expected back in week 10 So, and they play Washington So I think all of them will eat probably So, you you love Godwin
0: Yeah man, uh, Chris Godwin Has been balling, especially, I mean The thing is, we, know, we always knew Godwin is not a bad player It's not like no. Godwin is, is no. a bad player by any stretch It's just he doesn't necessarily fit very well within the 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 roles that these players have right like him and ab are kind of too similar but ab can also do some things
1: yeah like ab's already the, the go at the at receiver so like <laughs>
0: right <laughs> yeah. and then it's not chris got fault that mike evans is like six five yep <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah oh oh we're down to the red zone all right mike Let's go! <laughs>
1: like Yo, Brady has it so good, man. Oh, when all three are there with Gronk, oh, this is nice. This is beautiful.
0: Crazy stuff, man. Um, but rounding out this top 12, man, Amari Cooper tying with Tyler Lockett for the wide receiver four position. Cooper Cup, what happened to you, man? Coming in as the wide receiver six. Debo crazy. Samuel- <laughs> Debo <laughs> De- De- Samuel coming in at seven. DK Metcalf eight. Cole Beasley, 9. Robert Woods, 10. Brandon Brandon Cooks, 11. And Adam Thielen coming in as the wide receiver, 12. Greg, any of these uh, stud performances stuck out to you?
1: I just like that. All these names are like... Really, names you be like draft high, like Kobe's one of the sleepers. But yeah, other than that, these are the guys you you took. Brandon Cooks uh coming back, getting bouncing back, and just come be, continuing to be relevant in this offense. Uh, it's really hard to do on a bad team. So and pick up some.
0: Yeah, man, definitely. You know, like to your point, there's some recognizable names on here. Some yeah. some guys that you probably you know came away drafting. Debo Samuel, man, he's on a he's on a run. You my man is on pace. For almost two thousand he's almost unpaid for over nineteen hundred receiving yards right now, Debo Samuel is. Uh, crazy stuff.
1: Yeah, no, nah, I mean yeah, this this is what we you know Brandon could have been, but crazy.
0: Just could you share some with him, Debo? Like just give <laughs> him some yards.
1: It's, it's the 49 like, fault for drafting Debo and drafting by you. They're the same, like they're the same. Like
0: Bro, but I you know, we could go on the whole thing with you, bro, but like, miss my, my man played yesterday, played you know how to do Got two point
1: conversion, there you go. <laughs> you
0: know, same. But honorable mentions out here, uh Tyler Boyd just showing us all wrong. Right? I know. I know. Crazy crazy stuff, man. Uh, Cedric Wilson who's secretly becoming like one of my favorite players in the league.
1: No, really. That's that's what's up. That's
0: what's see, yeah. you know, yeah. you know me, Greg. I love versatility. Yeah. And did you see? I, I know you said you didn't, you didn't watch the whole game yesterday, but did you see the play he made when they called yeah, the man. wide receiver pass? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. And he's like rolling out, and he's like, "Oh no, I'm not gonna throw it." And he rolls out again, <laughs> and he's like, oh, "Okay." <laughs> and it's like to see him do that, like any in, in an NFL game, like as composed as he was in that moment, and to complete that ball on the run, like. Saw some court like, yeah, we saw some quarterbacks make some plays yesterday that yeah. <laughs> in that situation probably don't make that play. Yeah. So uh, Cedric Wilson definitely, you know, a baller man for sure. Uh, C.D. Lamb, he was having a great game last night. Just he was. Nominal game. He was. Like really feeling himself. Uh, and then Jamal Agnew, I just threw him out here because. Did help me beat Greg yesterday. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Also had 12 targets.
1: Yeah. No, you love the target number. He's definitely on that waiver wire section.
0: So. Love it. Moving on to the Jags though, man. And it wasn't all. It wasn't all good for your boy John yesterday, man. Emmanuel Sanders <laughs> with a big fat donut for my start of the week. You know. So four targets. One of them apparently Josh Allen forgot how to throw a deep ball. And put too much mustard on it. But uh, DJ Moore, also your wide receiver start of the week, did not have himself yep. a great game either. Yep. Cortland Sutton. Yeah, you know, that was a tough Justin one. Justin Jefferson. I mean, I tough thought one. Justin Jefferson was going to have himself a day yesterday. Low-key, he was going to be my start of the week. So I guess really couldn't have ended up in a good spot for me either way. But LaVisca Chenault, not a great game for him either. Sam McQueen. Yeah, Terry McLaurin, Mike Williams. Is Allen Robinson over 50%? I was going to ask you a question. <laughs> I was about to – I was legit about to ask you this question. Is Alan Robinson still count for the yeah.
1: second? Because if he's over 50%, yes, he is. Because people should not be having – I thought he was – we were dropping – both of them Droppable. Uh, he is 85% rostered, yo.
0: People are still holding on. Yeah. I know from experience. He was – he, he was he was like one of those guys like if I need a roster spot I'm gonna cut I'm gonna cut Allen Robinson today. Yeah, you but could pick
1: Elijah Moore I, for him, yo.
0: I think the I think the part that's well I dropped I dropped Elijah Moore earlier in the week. so There's that. <laughs> but <laughs> I think the part that's bugging me out with that team is because I have Ayuk and I have Allen Robinson. I don't oh, know which one, which one to cut.
1: Oh, Allen Robinson. Allen <laughs> Robinson.
0: Is it though? Because then you look and you see the 25 I'd rather be attached
1: share. to I'd still rather be attached to the 49ers than, than the Bears.
0: <laughs> I feel uh, like I should just cut my losses. I don't know. We'll see how, how it works out once all the bi week bye weeks get figured out. Cause then I won't need either one of them as nearly as much. But we'll see. <sighs> but does does Alan Robinson belong on the segment? He belongs on the segment, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. He's 85% rostered. Yeah, for sure.
0: 85% rostered. Alan yeah. Robinson. You're a Jag. Yeah. I mean you form you were a Jag like a Jaguar, but now you're a, a just a guy.
1: So Dag yo, it's really the turn the crazy. He was, a, well, was drafted as a wide receiver one. Whew.
0: We thought we would get 150 targets. <laughs> we'll be lucky to get to like 70 or 80 at this point. <laughs> crazy. Oh, man. Um, moving on to the tight end position. The tight end won on the week. Let's see it. TJ Hawkinson going up against Philadelphia. 11 targets, 10 catches, 89 yards, 18.9 PPR points. Greg, what were your thoughts here on the performance by Hop?
1: Yeah. I was watching pretty much this entire, well, not the, the entire game until we got way out of hand, but that was the only way Detroit was able to move the ball. That's like <laughs> Hawkinson with the out routes, Hawkinson just getting, dinking and dunking, like doing what he's got to do. He's, he's just a very good football player, like doing it on a bad team, like Swift and Hawkins. So you got to trust, even though Swift didn't do well, but yeah, Hawks Hawk is the man.
0: Yeah. Hawk was absolutely phenomenal. Just just to clarify, I know I said he was on pace for like seventy, eighty targets. Allen Robinson's on pace for 88 targets. There you go. 542 receiving yards. Mm, that sounds like a, a tight end right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good season for a rookie tight end. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. It worked. It is.
0: Uh, speaking of tight ends, Dan Arnold, the tight end two on the week. Telling you, man, I'm yeah. Dan Arnold every week, man. Five, he gets five targets at least every week. This week he got ten, eight catches, sixty-eight yards, no touchdowns, but fourteen point eight PPR points. Greg, what are your thoughts here by Dan Arnold?
1: Yeah, it's a great performance by him. Like he's uh, giving you tight end one weeks. So I think he's if you're having injury with the bye weeks and stuff, he's definitely a guy that you you know just definitely pick up. I mean, and grab. He's definitely on also the waiver wire sec too. So yeah.
0: Another guy I know we definitely Ooh. spoke about. Yes, we did. And in, in depth, too. <laughs> Pat Friar-Muth. Yeah. <laughs> seven go. targets. That's back-to-back games with seven targets now. Uh, 44 receiving yards. Pretty sure that's back-to-back games with 44 receiving yards. But I might have to fact-check that. Second and target. Uh, Beautiful. And one touchdown there. 14.4 PPR points there for Pat Fryer muth the rookie. Oh, 44 this week, 58 the week before. But, Greg, what were your thoughts here on the performance by the rookie Pat for move?
1: Yeah, this was a classic case of just reading reading his data, reading his trends. He was just uh, trending up and uh, got you another tight end week, tight end one week. Um, Again, continue to have tight end one upside every week. Uh, And especially with this target number, uh, he should be like a definitely a sleeper tight end you can go grab because he's definitely out there.
0: Definitely agree with that. Uh, you know, Eric Ebron also was inactive yesterday, so that definitely helped the case there. So I, do, I totally expect him to, uh, you know, play the season high in Snapshare yesterday. Ah, totally, ex- totally expect him to continue uh, to take over as the tight end one here in Pittsburgh. Get Chicago next week. So uh, definitely like that. Yeah. Um, Let's move on to Rounding out the top 12 here The tight end, 4, Dallas Goddard 5, Brevin Jordan 6, Jesse James 7, Jeff Swaim 8, Tyler Conklin 9, Jordan Jenk- Akins. Jordan 10, Tyler Croft 11, Mike Gusecki 12, Jack Doyle Jack Doyle, 2 catches, 12 <laughs> yards And a touchdown That's all it took to become a tight end one <laughs>
1: Yeah, this is a weird week for tight ends, for sure. Hopefully, Travis Kelsey can save us tonight and just be like for the tight ends and just get be number one.
0: Yeah, just be at less than 15 points. That's yeah. all. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, Greg, any of these tight ends' performances stuck out? I don't know Tyler Conklin, somebody you've been banging the drum for.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I uh, got that for TJ managers, that's would have been a good to get him because he's got Baltimore next week. So, yeah, uh, definitely like him.
0: Definitely, man. And then um, some jags on the week because we almost never have honorable mentions at the tight end position unless it's t- National Tight End yeah. Day. Yeah. Because the only time that they like to all do well at the same time. Kyle Pitts, crash down to earth was real.
1: Yes, yeah, definitely. Could Especially without been. Ridley. Like, you thought it would just keep going. I mean, I still trust it. Without Ridley now, I still like it. Still love it.
0: Him. no definitely absolutely um also forgot to mention russell gage in the in Oof. the jack section because people ran
1: yeah once really went out
0: <laughs> <laughs> they started <laughs> ad,
1: ad, 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 ad. That's, not, that's that that's that popular sunday morning ad you thought yeah so a lot of lines with that uh oh,
0: zeros that's
1: tough. That's
0: tough. <laughs> uh but kyle pitts, pitts you know could have been the first rookie tight end could have been the first tight end in nfl history to have Three straight hundred yard receiving games as a rookie would have been really nice to see that. Didn't that happen. just shows
1: the season he's having. Like he's he's over you know over pace for what rookie tight end should be doing. So up, no man.
0: Kyle Pitts has absolutely been phenomenal. Like we kind of talked about last yeah. week, you know rookie. You say rookie tight end has had a good season when they've had five hundred yards. Right. Kyle Pitts has four hundred eighty four. Yeah. Yeah. So through seven games. So yeah, you live and you learn. You I mean you 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 take those you know as part of the nature of the beast, as part of the mm-hmm. business. So um, Dalton Schultz did not mm-hmm. also did not come through. Dak wasn't playing though. So no, nah,
1: that's true. That's
0: true. Um, no, no fan. fan
1: yep. Ricky Seals Jones. Yep. Ricky Seals. People really rely on him too.
0: EJ Uzama.
1: Yeah, Dak Gronk for Tyler just Higby, if you put Tyler him in.
0: Those are start of the week, starts of the week right there, Tyler Higby, Hunter Henry.
1: Yeah, yeah. And Gronk, if you're able, like, if you had Gronk and you're like, oh, he's playing, and then you put him in, and
0: then he gets hurt again. Back spasms, that's four tough. plays into the game.
1: Yep, that's, that's tough.
0: Unfortunate. Uh, Cole Komet, also, I'm going to throw him out there because I was... He yeah,
1: six targets, uh, though, you know.
0: Yeah, he has, yeah. like, six or seven targets every week.
1: <laughs> Tyler Higby, is my start of the week.
0: Yeah no I, yeah to him and Hunter Henry oh, okay. both our yeah. starts We're, of the week yeah yeah, yeah. they uh Tough. didn't have didn't have a great day all right moving on to the injuries and the big one the one that shook the fantasy nation Derek Henry season ending foot injury had foot surgery this morning the timeline was put out six to ten weeks we just finished week eight. Ten weeks would put us at the end of the season, so maybe that timeline is kind of impl- implying like, hey, if we make the playoffs, you know, we could have him back in time.
1: He uh, best case scenario is back for fantasy semifinals.
0: Best case scenario,
1: yeah, that's oh like the week eight mark, I think. Man. Eight week mark.
0: I so, believe. question is, would you even would you hold him? <laughs> like you ha- like you would have to hold him, right? <laughs>
1: If you're a good team, and you you probably have Derrick Henry, you're probably a good team. You probably want him for semifinals, and that's, yeah. I would totally want to keep him IR spot. If you got IR, if someone's fooling your IR spot, they got to go for Derrick Henry. I'm sorry.
0: But I'm gonna talk about the leagues that don't have an IR spot.
1: Ooh. Ooh. And you're a good team? I still keep him, yes. I'm going to keep him. Yeah.
0: Would you trade for Derrick Henry?
1: if you're a a good team yeah if you're like seven six and one seven one like your boy over here uh you know yeah i would definitely make that move you know i
0: would definitely make that move yeah i mean it's generally curious i mean you know like this is this like you said it comes down to if you're a good team right like if you're you know, Joe Buck yourself in the league of extraordinary people, and you're about to be seven and one. I don't want to jinx it, or maybe I yeah. do. I'm not gonna knock on wood. So, if you want to be seven and one, <laughs> like Joe Buck yourself over here, then you could go out there and make a buy low offer. Mm-hmm. You know, would would you maybe you trade like Damian Harris, right? You know, we'll use your let's use your team yeah. as an example, because it is sure. a real team. So, yes. you know, would you trade like Damian Harris and you know, another maybe another running back or a flex player to go get like a Derrick Henry? Or maybe you aim lower. Maybe if you have Antonio Gibson on your team, you're not a winning team, maybe if you have right. or maybe you're winning despite Antonio Gibson, but like do you flip Antonio Gibson for like a Derrick Henry? Like how uh, yeah,
1: go ahead. Um, yeah, I think I like your first idea more, like a running back and maybe a flex spot. There's not a lot of running backs out right now out there right now, so trading a running back for Derrick Henry would be definitely a sacrifice. Uh, for the long run, definitely like a just uh it is I feel
0: like you have to be like a super loaded team.
1: Yeah, right? a running back. Yeah,
0: you have to be yeah. loaded at running back.
1: So I mean, it's me specifically, team. I have Swift. Hawk, I mean Swift, Najee, and Damian Harris. Me losing one of them would be kind of tough for a yeah. person. I'm not gonna, uh, unless yeah, unless I make some moves in the waiver. Um, so but if you have depth, I think you should go get Derrick Henry.
0: Ooh, I got a team. I got yeah. an idea. What about my one team that I have? Kamara, Chubb, Mixon, and Swift, and I also have Chase Edmonds.
1: I yeah, could swing Chase right Edmonds over.
0: trace yeah. Chase yeah. Edmonds straight up for Derrick Henry. Yep. But then up. it's yep. like yeah, but when Derrick Henry comes back. Am I even gonna play him? Right? Like
1: over those people you mentioned? I mean you never know what the situation
0: Yeah, is right like, like four, eight weeks from now, like Nick Chubb could be hurt or something. Yeah, like man.
1: I, I thought I had four amazing running backs in uh, one of our leagues and they all died. Um, they all yeah. died. So. Carson, Henry, Eckler, and Gus, Gus Edwards. Three um, of the four have died. <laughs>
0: Well, uh, James Robinson, who was your start of the week yesterday, ends up with a foot injury. Was off to a good day, too. Uh, ends up with a foot injury. Seems like an ankle or a heel it might be potentially there. So something to monitor has a, as a, apparently avoided serious injuries. So uh, like that news there. Uh, James Winston, RIP, tore his ACL hey, yesterday. Man. So, you know, definitely he was on his way on his on, – the his way to having you know a very good season for Jay, for obviously for Jameis Winston. He you know mm-hmm. he's he's put up big numbers before, but the issues that have plagued him in previous years was always turnovers and he evaded those for most of the year this year. Um trying to pull up his stats here as we speak. But you know 14 touchdowns to three interceptions, like that's the best ratio of his career.
1: Yeah, he was playing well. Like I was, I'm very hurt. The especially if you like had two quarterbacks and he was your, your second quarterback on the roster, or two car- quarterback leagues where he was your third quarterback on the roster. That's a tough one to to, to take.
0: And then uh, T. Y. Hilton out with a concussion, suffered a concussion on Sunday. My man can't catch a break, bro.
1: Nah, man, he's the James Conner of wide receivers, man. I mean, even though Conner's even healthy now, it's crazy. Um, so
0: he's out uh, with a concussion.
1: Kyler Murray is uh might be out for one or two weeks possibly.
0: Wow, would you look at that? We talked about it how people are gonna forget and yours truly forgot <laughs> that Kyler Murray was injured. So yeah. you know there's that situation that we're dealing with there. Um, so you know definitely want to monitor That's that. Another situation, I... Cal- Calvin Ridley. He yeah, is he right. is probably going to be out for the foreseeable future. Yep. Um, you know to was out on. You know, just the the story on Kyle, on Calvin Ridley. If people don't know, he missed Week Five, the London game. Yep, the London game against the Jets, for at the time for personal reasons. It was then since uncovered that the the Falcons gave him two weeks off uh, to help, you know, for him to focus on his mental health. And so the Falcons, you know, big ups to them for that, for you know, allowing him, you know, the paid leave to be away from the team for however long as he needed to be able to work on, you know, whatever he needed to work on. And they brought him back. You know, he came back for a week and, you know, they they put him out again uh, this week, again, due to personal reasons. And he put out a statement saying, you know, he's going to take some time away from football to focus on, you know, his, his mental health. And so you we know, definitely wish Calvin Ridley all the best. Um, But from a fantasy perspective, you just got to plan to be without Calvin Ridley for quite some time. And this is a delicate situation. Don't know how, you know, not really is really unprecedented in terms of, you know, how the team could should handle it going forward. Like, do you put a player like him? Do they put a player like him on IR? Because it's not an injury. Right. So, like, you know, there's no. Oh well, he'll be he could be back in two weeks. Like you don't know how long he c- he could be out for. You know, could he come back and say, hey, I only need one week or two weeks? Like there's no reason to put me on IR. So literally, it's a very fluid situation. But I would just, you know, as we get news as it trickles in, I would just react to that way.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, that's a probably a tough situation for if you have him on your roster more than like, uh, like a Derrick Henry situation. Like, what are you gonna what are you gonna do with that? Because he has he's different from Derek and he has no timetable. So overturned. return. So yeah, you're just having him on your, your bench right now. Um, so it's, that's a tough situation.
0: Yeah, definitely. Greg, where are we at in terms of the waivers? Uh, let's talk running backs. I know we obviously, Derek yeah, we Henry, the James Robinson news. Uh, so what are we, what are, what are we dealing with that running back this week?
1: Yeah, there's a lot of names. I'm going to just mention them quick and then we can talk about how we going to rank them. Uh, Carlos Hyde, of course, because of the James Robinson injury, um, Adrian Peterson got signed to the practice squad of the, uh, Tennessee Titans. So, uh, him and Jeremy McNichols are a name, uh, Adrian Peterson. I'm assuming they signed him to be the early down guy. The Titans did come out. Mike Vrabel said, we're still going to do. What we do. I don't know what that means, but, uh, if they, they want to run the ball, Adrian Peterson, uh, I think is at as a, at speculative ad, Jeremy McNichols as well. Jordan Howard, Boston Scott, uh, that situation uh, as well. Um, both those guys traded touchdowns all game. Um, so they, they ran very well against a Detroit Lions team whose rush defense is pretty bad. So if you also be a possible ads, Todd Johnson, especially in deeper leagues and just kind of, I think, in more shallow as well in PPR leagues for sure. He's going to get a lot of targets, especially if Mike White can continue to play the way he's playing. Uh, And Jared Patterson That's the last name He's getting Got a certain number of carries Especially with the AG manager I think that's definitely An ad for you
0: Yeah I think I don't know It's tough because We know that there's You know obviously Running backs that are You know that are Unavailable and you know Just to throw out the teams That are on by this week the, The Detroit Lions The Seattle Seahawks The Tampa Bay Buccaneers And the Washington Football team So Um it's definitely tough if you are looking for running backs because again there's some running backs on by this week and the names that you named, none of them are really all that great.
1: No, no, but they're probably gonna be needed in some situations. So I mean if I if I had the most if I had fab, if I'm the most my fab I would want to spend is probably on Adrian Peterson? Like Am I spending that much
0: to go get agent right? Vision? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like. Spend all that money on AP? <sighs> I think I would rather just go get Jeremy Jeremy McNichols for whatever it cost. Like not whatever it costs, but like I would probably be willing to spend on a hundred dollar budget. Mm-hmm. I'd probably be willing to spend about like fifteen percent of my fab.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think I'm with you with that. And then Pyar yeah. Carlos had after that.
0: Yeah, yeah. But like, so the thing with McNichols is that like, there's no Darrington Evans, right? Because he was put back on yep. last week. Yep. There's no Derrick Henry. The only reason this team was running the ball as much as they did is because they have Derrick Henry. Right. Like, you're not gonna like sign AP and be like, oh hey, P, we're gonna give you 28 carries that we were no. giving to Derrick right. Henry. It's like, <laughs> not gonna happen.
1: 15, though. 15, 15, definitely. Yeah, I like but that. But
0: like that, that also makes me think that McNichols sees some work, and McNichols is the passing down back, because we know it's not going to mm. be AP. No, no, not at all. And so even if you're not throwing – even if you're not running the ball 28 times, you still need to throw it, and you're not going to throw it to AP. You're going to bring Jeremy McNichols on the field and throw it with him. So mm-hmm. I definitely see, like, a two-man committee being formed here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that Jeremy McNichols, especially from a PPR perspective, probably has the safer, like the more bankable role.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. For game, descripts, uh, just things like that. You're banking on AP getting 15 carries. They have a good offensive line. So when they're in the red zone, he gets goal line touches and gets touchdowns.
0: Yeah, and that's definitely what you want AP there for. But like we said, I think this offense throws the ball more than we might. We, I hope then we so. hope so to I mean, it would be the move to make, right? You got Ryan yeah. Tannehill, you 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 go out and you, you know, you went out, you got Julio Jones, you added him to this receiver room with AJ Brown. You know, I don't think there's any doubt that you guys could that you know the Tennessee Titans could win the win the win games by throwing the football. So yeah. Greg, what about the quarterback position? Any quarterbacks that we're looking to stream? I know we've got guys like Tom Brady and Taylor Heineke and Jared Goff and Geno Smith on by, but who are we looking to pick up maybe in stream this week? Uh,
1: so Taysom Hill, I think, is gonna be is the top guy for the rest of the season because one he's gonna Jason James Wilson is out for the rest of the year. Taysom Hill, we think, is gonna be the presumed starter, uh, and be the guy that I think will be the safest. We know we can do what he did last year. Uh, is Basically like Jalen Hurts, a poor man, Jalen Hurts. You think that, you know, he's going to get those rushing yards uh, and get a lot of touchdown opportunities in the red zone. Um, so I think he's my number one add after after that. Uh, I do like Tua because he does have a great matchups coming up. Um, and then for two quarterback leagues, Mike White, man. I don't know, you know. Uh, yeah, I think it's a quick decision for him. He's got the Thursday night game. He's his starting going against the Colts. Uh this is a team that could be exposed through the air. So I think in deeper leagues, Mike White, uh and Tua Tua and all formats could uh, be a play.
0: Yeah, I, I uh definitely agree. Taysom Hill is my top quarterback ad, uh especially in two quarterback leagues. Yeah. I think I'm going after yeah. Taysom Hill like more than you know, probably than any other player uh in two quarterback leagues just because you know what he can bring with his legs uh, you know, as an option there in in that New Orleans offense, you know, with Sean Payton. I know you called him a poor man's Jalen Hurts, but I think you know Jalen Hurts is definitely more dynamic. I feel like than Taysom Hill, but the offense is going to be there, and you know that they're going to run the offense to fit Taysom Hill's skill set.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, despite what it does to the likes of Alvin Kamara and whatnot. Oh man, <laughs> um, <laughs> Tua definitely in a nice spot um you know and you know that that defense is absolutely terrible yeah so yeah. they'll be throwing the ball a ton uh and then you know you referenced mike white you know coming into this week indianapolis was 15th in fantasy points allowed to quarterback position over the last three weeks averaging 19.1 uh you know no mathematician here but they gave up about 21 to Tannehill, so i think that average goes up a little bit there uh so you know we'll see what happens there but mike white Obviously, it was his first NFL start. Teams have now film on him. Mm-hmm. Curious to see how he responds on a short week in his first start. So, um, not running, but maybe a brisk walk, especially need <laughs> quarterback depth.
1: But Greg, yeah. what about
0: wide receiver position? Any wide receivers that we should be looking to add this week?
1: Yeah, if I'm if I got the waiver wire, I like Devontae Parker actually. I like Devontae Parker uh is back he's healthy uh got a very healthy number of targets this week um so i think he can be rest of the season give you wide receiver you know wide receiver three and definitely for sure give you top 24 weeks uh going forward so i'm willing to spend some money on Devontae parker for rest of the season uh value uh so just where you have a receiver this late in the game to be uh you know a possible uh rest of the season top wide receiver two jamal agnew after that jamal agnew jameson crowder uh and Darner Mooney, those prior guys you can probably you know look to add if you need some wide receiver depth, uh, because of the target share that Jamal Agnew and Crowder are getting. Uh and if Mooney, if her I mean, Fields is gonna play better, uh Mooney's probably gonna be his guy. And a receiver has to be uh relevant on this team and it's not Dallas Robinson. So it's gonna be Donner
0: Mooney. <laughs> I'm just saying twenty five percent of the team's <laughs> targets I'm hold on to that number forever. But anyway, he's just outlier
1: um, right now, you know, this year,
0: just outlier. I mean, yeah, this year is an outlier, but yeah. there's is there some regression coming? That's just a question to ask. The day he stops seeing twenty five of the team's targets, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'll stop bringing his name up in terms of every time we bring <laughs> up the Bears. But until that number, that day comes, I'll keep talking about him. Moving on, to tight ends though, Greg. What tight ends do we have?
1: Uh, first. Dan Arnold, well, in ranking, uh, my list is Dan Arnold, Pat Fryermurf, Tyler Conklin, and Cole Komet uh, based on you know, what these guys are trending to do and then what they did this week. I do like Tyler Conklin a lot next week because of his schedule. He plays Baltimore. They're the worst team against tight ends this year. And just in general, Tyler Conklin is getting a good target share. Pat Fryermurf, if I think I'll probably rank after that, um, just, you know, he's second in targets this week. I think he's going to continue to be involved rest of the season. Uh, Dan Arnold, I have probably after that and Cole come at fourth
0: yeah Dan Arnold is the one that really sticks out for me just because the targets have been there every week and when we're looking to start a tight end yeah it's nice to find that tight end that can catch a touchdown but you know there aren't tight ends out there that score 17 touchdowns in a season so I want the guys that are going to get those targets those opportunities and that's what Dan Arnold is getting and you know he's going to get it every week because the Jags are bad and they throw the football a ton so definitely like that. And then Fryer move we've obviously spoken about yeah. a ton. And Tyler Conklin, I mean, you've been talking about this yeah. dude nonstop, yeah. Yeah. For yeah, like, non-stop. S- <laughs> since Irv Smith got hurt. <laughs> I have, I So have. <laughs> <laughs> uh, people should already have him on their teams. But with that being said, Greg, is there anybody else from a waiver wire perspective that you want to bring up today? Uh, No, I think
1: Trevor Lawrence could be a fill-in next week as well because you brought up the fact that the Jags throw the ball lot. He did throw 54 times, so. That's always nice for fantasy.
0: Uh, he'll throw it 54 times every week. Just <laughs> tell him what he'll do with it. Uh, But until next time, y'all, we we definitely appreciate the love. We appreciate y'all vibing with us. And, you know, just make sure you stay with us, man, so we, we can continue to deliver that fantasy heat. But – you know, you make sure you uh, stay subscribed, you stay tuned in, you stay locked in with Fancy Football Diagnostics. You can make sure you follow us on social media at FF Diagnostics. Follow Greg on his Twitter at GMoney underscore truth. Follow him on Instagram at we underscore made it. You can follow me at JRFootballNerd. Make sure you subscribe to the pod. Make sure you review or you could you could rate and review it. Give it give the video a like or, or two here and there, you know, you know, you know whatever you got to do to support the show because uh, we genu- we genuinely appreciate it. So that being said, y'all, have a good one. Hit those waivers. Make sure you check who's getting dropped. Don't tilt. It's only week eight, going into week nine. But uh, until next time, y'all, have a good one. We're out of here. Peace. Yeah.